It's time to find balance and be refreshed here on Every Heart, Every Woman. Every Heart, Every Woman. Get ready for uplifting music and inspiring interviews. Every Heart, Every Woman. Let's get motivated to move forward as we share our life experiences. Welcome to the show, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Before we jump into our interview for today, we're going to set the tone like we always do with a little bit of worship music. This is Be Exalted. It is performed by David Lucky. Sit back and enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host for the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. I hope you enjoyed Be Exalted, performed by David Lucky. That song is available for downloading everywhere you download music. Where our show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Go to Love Ministries Builds. Org. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries. You can also go to my website for information about what I'm doing in this season of life. You can go to CarlaNivens.com. Carla is spelled with a K. Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. 
S. Well, let's jump into our interview for today. We are welcoming back to the show, friends of the show, and my brother and sister-in-law ministers, Spencer Jones, attorney at law, and Minister Latorla Jones. Both of them have been ministers for over 20 years. They have experience working with students and young adult ministries with various organizations. They are currently on staff at Encounter Church. They're overseeing the student and young adult ministries there, as well as their entrepreneurs of Gyrus Joints, LLC, where they create empowerment resources and entertainment productions. Welcome back, Spencer and Latorla. We're so excited to have you back on the show. We are glad to be back. Thank you for having us again. That's right. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. We always enjoy when you're on the show. We always have uh, great conversations. And so today, really, our show was kind of birthed from a conversation that we actually had over the dinner table over Thanksgiving. And I invited you all to come and kind of rehash that uh, conversation in this way. And we pray that it really will be helpful unto people and inspirational um, at the same time. So I know that we all know that we're created with a purpose, that the Lord makes no mistakes, that all of our gifts and talents are placed within our makeup and help drive us toward our purpose in life. Most Christians believe this, but the question is, do we trust God enough to surrender to him, to obey him as our authority and remain humble while serving others throughout our life. So Spencer and Latorla, really, I want to start off this conversation asking you this big question. Should we surrender to God? Well, yeah, certainly I would say that um, I think, you know, when you look at, at scripture and, um, you know, the life of, of Jesus and what the Bible teaches is that it really at its very core that God created us, um, you know, the human race for his pleasure. Um, and so just by definition, in God's mind um, and his perfect will for all mankind, he wills that we would all come into the knowledge of Jesus Christ and to get to know um, Christ and the Father God intimately. And, and, you know, when we do that, that we're really stepping into that very purpose for which Christ created us, which ultimately was to bring glory to himself. Yeah, I, I agree with that answer. And I like that answer. I, I will tell you this, that one time I was in kind of a back and forth argument with um, a young person about just that statement that you made. Um, the, the, and their point was, would God create us just for his pleasure? What does that say about God? You know, so can can you all dig into that a little bit more? Why would it even be important for us to say that we want to surrender our lives to Christ and accept that knowledge that we are um, God's creations and that we are created for for his pleasure? <laughs> both of them both of them are drawing straws and who gets to answer what <laughs> um 
And so when when I think about um, us being created for for his pleasure, um, I think about um, just in the wisdom of God and in his um, omnisciences, omniscient um, characteristic, I believe that for his pleasure has to do with his purposes. And so when we look at his pleasures, it's not so that God can feel good about himself. Like he's all God. And so he doesn't need us to feel good about himself, but he includes us in his purposes. And so I think when it says the pleasures, um, that it's equated to his will as well. And so we look at his will and we look at his purposes. And so then we're like, oh, wait a minute. So you mean God has a purpose set aside for me to um, join in on or to be a part of. And then it's more of, man, I get to be part of God's plan. And so it's not that God needs to feel good about himself. No, he's all God and he's all knowing, all powerful. He doesn't need anybody else. He doesn't need us, but he chooses to allow us to join in with him and his purposes. Um, and so I think that part of that pleasure is we have to realize that that's not just a word where we think as far as husband and wife, where I think that Spencer, um, in order to be for Spencer to be um, my husband, that he has to be able to please me all the time. It's not that kind of, of pleasure. It's not that kind of pleasing, but it's that God wants to allow us to be a part of his plan and his purposes and his will. Um, so I think we can't miss that. We can't get wrapped up in the feel good part of the pleasure um, uh, mm -hmm. definition. So uh, I want to say that, and then I'll pause and let you talk, Carla, um, before I continue on. How about that? No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I have one thought that I'm going to add, but I'll add it after you finish. Go ahead. Okay. And so I, I think that part of us surrendering and being okay with God um, having us join in with his purposes is, is that we've got to learn to trust him. I think it's easier to join in with God and to surrender when we know what he's all about. And so I think the people that don't surrender, they have something going on with the trust. And I would say trust issues with God. And well, I don't know if he, he knows how to do it right. Or I don't know if he, he has the best plan for my life. Or I don't know if it makes sense, like if it's going to work out. But if we trust God to know that in his, his wisdom um, and in his um, knowledge and in his understanding, in his grace, in his mercy, and in his love, that he always chooses um, what's best for us. Um, and it, can out, it outweighs what we can even imagine for ourselves. Does that make sense? So mm -hmm. regardless of what I can imagine for myself, God's plan for my life is so much greater I, the Bible says that his ways are not our ways and or his thoughts are thoughts. As far as the heaven is from the, the, earth. the earth, so are his ways above ours. And so we have to remember that when God talks about a purpose and plan, it is far better than we could ever imagine or even dream up in our sleep. Mm -hmm. For me, it was a no brainer. Okay, God, you are who you, okay, I'm lear I learned about God who he was, um, who the Bible reveals that he is, how he interacts with his people. And when I found out all of that, I was like, wait a minute, I can trust God with my life. 
Matter of fact, I give you my life and I trust. So when I gave my life to Christ, it was an understanding that, oh, I'm going to mess this up all by myself. And so I need you and I'm going to trust you to do what you do best as Lord of my life. And so it was easy for me to surrender. Now, along with that surrendering, I had to learn how to totally trust and surrender. And so I had to take it to another level. And so God taught me how to completely surrender unto him. Because sometimes we, we surrender and we say we in, and then there's situations that come up and we realize, oh, wait a minute. Did I, did I just take that back from you, Lord? Okay, I need to regroup and surrender that to you as well. And so I believe surrendering our lives to God is a process and we continue continually do it. I'm going to stop now. <laughs> Go, Carla. <laughs> well, I was going to say that, uh, you know, I just, just be, being transparent, you know, there, there have been times in my life when the Lord has said to me, the reason you are fighting um, my will for your life is because you do not trust me. And you feel like, that you can look at the situation and you can figure it out better than I can. And when we go through things and sometimes we're, we're, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're upset by how we're being treated and, or how life is moving us around, moving us from this uh, stage to that stage, everything, you know, we're upset all the time. All of that for me has been in the past fighting the situation instead of moving with the rhythm mm. of God and just accepting, okay, this door closed. That's okay. Keep following the Lord. Okay. I'm not going to take a right here because it's, you know, I'm not able to, that's okay. Keep following, following with the Lord and just working with that rhythm of life, following him, trusting that he is always guiding our steps that, and, and knowing and, you know, teaching ourselves. Um, and I guess accepting the fact that it is a good thing to surrender. In fact, we get to surrender. We get to surrender instead of saying that it's a weight on our shoulders that, okay, God, I'm going to finally let go and, and let you, you know, do your thing. Actually, we get to surrender. We get to participate in what God is doing in, in the world. You know, he's doing huge things, like you said, Latorla, that we don't even know, but we, we have to be willing to work with him so that we can do, do our part. Yeah. In that. Spencer, did you have something to add? Um, yeah. You know, and that that trust factor that you were talking about is huge and it's big. And I've certainly been there before. Um, and then, you know, within the last year and a half or so, um, God just dealing with me about really trusting him. And and I've come to learn and talking with young people, young adults and teenagers that 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 can be a huge issue or stumbling block for them as well. Um, even from the standpoint that, you know, you think about adolescents, you know, teenagers, young adults, that, that they're in that, that very formative part of their life, um, you know, where they're beginning to, to express and show independence from, you know, their parents, grandparents, so on and so forth. And it's, it's not unnatural for young people to, to want to do things on their own. 
you know, I'm tired of, of staying in my parents' house and eating their food. I want to make my own decisions. I don't want my parents to ruin my life. I mean, we that's that's been an issue for, for teenagers and young people for many, many years. And and so because of that, they're trying to, to um, express that independence. And oftentimes that can be a stumbling block with their relationship with God in terms of trust God in that same fashion, um, you know, to lead them and to guide them, um, you know, when they're trying to, to express their independence. And if I can give an example, um, because I believe the young people in some areas, they are very trusting. For example, let's talk about sneakers. Um, my, Air Jordans. Air Jordans are known for uh, one, because Michael Jordan was a champion, you know, six plus whatever times champion, known as being for quality. They're known for being stylish. His his play was very stylish, flamboyant. Um, he's known, you know, in many circles, arguably the greatest player to, to ever play the game. And so he created the Air Jordans and this brand that is known for that. Matter of fact, now when you purchase Jordans, they are not cheap. You can pay upwards of $200 per pair of Jordan. People wait in lines for those things because they they trust that the creator of that product mm. is, 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 is going to deliver on their creativity, the quality, the standard, all that it stands for. And so young people, they can trust and believe in that in that sneaker. But when it comes to our relationship with God, sometimes we struggle with the fact that he's the creator, we are the created, and he has created us to, to mirror and model his character, which is greatness and excellence, see, and holiness, and all those wonderful characteristics of God. But for some reason, and this is humans in general, some reason we don't trust him in that way that our lives are supposed to reflect that. And what he wants to do with our lives is great and good and wonderful. And so when difficult times come, we fall back. And teenagers, no different. They tend to fall back and not trust God and his creative ability, the fact that he created us, and all that he does is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that analogy because we we that's something that we can you said that in a way that we really can understand that we have so much trust in so many other things and but we fail in you know sometimes we fail in that area of actually trusting our creator and we need to turn that right side up. Yes. We need to make sure that the number one person we trust is, is that God is good and that he created us with a wonderful purpose. And as we surrender to him and as we trust him, we can move into that, um, that, that purpose. Yeah. I like that. I like that. So let me ask you all this. Um, I like to have statements that I say to myself to remind myself what I've learned, you know? So what statement do you all think would help me remember to um, to surrender to the Lord? Well, I'll go with this first. Um, and I'll say this isn't, you know, it isn't super catchy, um, but I think it is thought provoking, um, mm-hmm. you know, and it is something that Jesus said and he he actually 
um, said a couple of times. He said it throughout the Gospels. Um, but I'll say it, I'll say it, you know, this way, as he said it. Um, and it comes from uh, Mark chapter 10, verse 29. And Jesus said it this way. He said, whoever finds their life will lose it. And whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. And so, go ahead. Again, that's something that's very thought provoking. It may not be, you know, super catchy, but there's a lot in there in terms of that, you know, we've got to flip the script in terms of not spend all of our time trying to, so quote unquote, find ourselves or find our life, but we've got to lose it to God. And in doing the losing, that's actually where we find exactly what we're supposed to be doing and who he's created us to be. Mm-hmm. Which, I, you know, I'm I'm just thinking as you say that, I like that. And, and I like the imagery that that brings into my mind about instead of holding my fists, you know, tight, trying to hold on to this and trying to let me, you know, um, gain control of everything, it makes me think of just very easily opening and losing, you know, losing my life and finding my, finding my life and finding my purpose in the Lord. And really what, what I'm trying to get to in my life is this, this peace, Mm -hmm. peaceful state. And if you are always seeking to lose your life to the, to the purpose and the will of God, it, it seems to me that that's an easier way to find, to find peace and to find wholeness. Mm-hmm. Would that be correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I think so. It's, it's a um, kingdom dynamic. I, I don't want to say too much, but it really is a kingdom dynamic because it's kind of counterintuitive mm-hmm. that in order to gain, I've got to release, mm-hmm. you know, it seems logical in order to gain, I've got to get, I've got to get, I've got to do this. But actually God's way and the kingdom way is no. And actually, you know, to gain and to find myself, I've got to release that unto God. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, mm-hmm. you may say, well, what does that look like? Well, I mean, you know, that's a whole nother conversation, but, but this is a start. It's just <laughs> releasing it to God. <laughs> good, good. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I like that too. Now, I kn- I mean, it seems like we've only been talking for about two minutes, but our, it's almost time to take a break and we're going to have a special guest join us um, when we get back um, from break. But I also wanted to say about what you said about authority. And um, when you're in your parents' home and you you want to you want to make your own decisions and you you're ready to break free of that. And a lot of times as we learn to um, to respect authority in our homes and respect that authority is there to make a structure in which we can actually grow and succeed. Um, it sets us up for our future. First of all, first and foremost, um, accepting that the Lord is our authority and, and he is good. So that's not a bad thing. He, he is good. And so it's a great thing to surrender to his authority his authority and to obey him. But also, you know, that helps us when we get out in life because we're always going to, there's a hierarchy of everything. When you get on the job, you're going to have a boss. And um, I'm grateful to have a boss that I love and respect, you know, in my job. But 
even if not, you know, even if it's not that way, learning at an early age to accept authority and to learn how how to um, how to move and 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 do your life with peace and with joy under different types of authority will will save you a whole lot of um, heartache, you know, later on. So. Um, so Latorla and Spencer, thank you so much for, for the conversation so far. Let's take a break. We'll be back in just a minute. Heart Every Woman, the show where women find balance, peace, and inspiration. Now let's get back to the show with your host, Carla Nivens. Well, welcome back to the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. My name is Carla Nivens. I am your host. Well, everyone, our radio show is a program of Love Ministries, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. You can find out all of the great information about Love Ministries as you go to their website. Go to loveministriesbills.org. You can also go to my website, which is carlanivens.com. Carla spelled with a K and Nivens is N-I-V-E-N-S. We have been having a great conversation that really started for us around the Thanksgiving table. I asked um, my brother, attorney at law, Spencer Jones and minister Latorla Jones to join me on the radio show just to kind of go over this conversation that we had literally after we finished our turkey. We will probably have sleep, but we had a great conversation about uh, surrender and about authority and about being humble and being broken uh, before the Lord. So, I want to tell everybody, Latorla and Spencer Jones, they are ministers with over 20 plus years of experience working with student and young adult ministries with various organizations. Currently, they're on staff at Encounter Church, overseeing their student and young adult ministries. Also, they're entrepreneurs. They own Gyrus Joint LLC, where they create empowerment resources and entertainment productions. So Spencer and Latorla, again, thank you so much for your time and for, for joining us again on the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show. Thank well, I want me. to, absolutely, I want to bring in a special guest um, to kind of continue the conversation that we have had. I'm going to introduce for the first time on the Every Heart, Every Woman radio show, Julian King. Julian is a singer and songwriter. Julian graduated top of his class with with an honors degree in accounting from the richly diverse Pan-African Institute of Africa University. At Africa University, he worked with Angolians, Congolese, and Nigerians in music, and this 
and um, enrich his diversity and creativity in uh, in this area. He also toured South Carolina, Mississippi, Kansas, and Texas, raising scholarships for a lot of children from disadvantaged backgrounds at Africa University. He carries a unique international sound in his music and can stretch from deep devotional d- deep devotional worship songs to Afro pop dance tunes. Outside of music, Julian is currently pursuing a master's degree of arts in ministry at the Southern Methodist University in Dallas, Texas. That's SMU. He remains very down to earth. And uh, in, in his words, he says, I want to inspire young people to be the best version of themselves. This explains his approach to music, diverse yet always carrying a positive message grounded in biblical principles. He's currently an intern at Highland Park United Methodist Church, which is actually where I met him at church. So Julian, first of all, thank you so much for joining us and also welcome uh, for the first time to our show. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, It's such an honor to be here. Thank you. Absolutely. It's an honor for us to have you. So, Julian, I kind of want to jump into uh, to kind of just bring you into the conversation Mm -hmm. with asking you, how have you decided your purpose in life? And with all of the things that you have done, that you've accomplished and all the things you are working towards, how do you stay grounded in staying on your purpose? Um, that's a very tough question, I should say. Um, and I, I think, I mean, for everyone, this is, uh, the most difficult, um, decision in life to say, okay, what exactly should I focus on and what exactly was I called to do? And for a very long time, I struggled to do that because, I wanted to make sure that, okay, if I do something, I want to make sure that this is exactly what God wants me to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So I took in a lot of resources, read a lot of books, watched a lot of sermons. And then I, I came to the conclusion that, okay, what is that midpoint where this is something that I am good at? This is something that I feel at peace with myself after doing. And this is something that after I do it, people are actually coming back to me with feedback and saying, hey, you really helped me in this way and this way and this way. So when I got to that place, I was like, okay, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. So everything else is going to happen in life, but I'm going to make sure that I run with this one specific thing. And that's how I got to that place. All right. All right. Yeah, that's that's deep. So Spencer Latorla, what what is your response to that kind of his his process of getting there and and his um, just his resolve to say, you know, what is God's purpose? And and let me make sure that I stick with that. But I think that is um, superb because. What I'm, what I was hearing is that Julian sought out his purpose, um, but not just any purpose, not just based on how he feels, um, not just based on what he was thinking, but he took time and he searched out um, and he studied and he looked and he searched and um, he wanted to do what God wanted him to do. I think that's very important. And that's a part of, of seeking God. 
um, I believe the Bible says, seek first the kingdom of God, not I believe, but Matthew 6 and 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And so the seeking part that I'm hearing um, from Julian um, is very important. It's, it's pivotal in actually getting to the point of walking into your destiny and purpose. Um, I think without that, um, many um, fall short because they don't seek it out. Um, they seek out other things. And then for Julian to say, I'm going to make sure a lot of things are going to happen in life. I know that. But I'm going to make sure that this right here is my focus, that this does not um, leave my, my, my sight, my perspective, my perception. But I'm focused on that. Um, and I think that that sets him aside from a lot of people in the world um, that are kind of here and searching and they haven't found yet. Um, the Bible says that when we seek God, then we will find him. Mm -hmm. um, and I believe it's the same thing that we, when we seek God and his purposes for our, for our lives. We not only find God, but we find that thing that he's called us to do um, in this world. Um, and he helps us to be effective. So I want to um, uh, congratulate you for um, taking the time to focus in. I think that a lot of young people get so wrapped up and confused in um, who they are and then who God created them to be. And so for you to actually make up in your mind, I'll give you an example. For instance, the prodigal son in the Bible in Luke, um, he left, he, he asked his father for um, the inheritance and he left and he took off and he went straight for whatever he wanted to do. And he um, spent everything that he had till everything was gone. And he found himself in a place um, of, I want to say, contemplation. He found himself in a pig's pen and began to think and look and even desire some of the things that the pig was eating. And then he came to his senses like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. My father, there's much more in, in my father's house. And even the service in my father's house has more than, I believe our search for purpose is the same. If we're not careful and we take off and we just go and wing it and we do our thing without even consulting the father, without staying and spending time with him to find out, okay, what do I do with this, this inheritance? What do I do with what you gave me? Because I don't want to go out and what you gave me, what you put inside of me and just, just splurge and just give it away. I want to be purposeful in what you want me to do. And I think that um, Julian is a picture of staying around and sticking around, seeking the father and finding out what it is. I know one day I'm going to leave this place, but what is it that you want me to do while I'm here? And even when I leave and I'm, I'm set on my way, what is it that you want me to do? because I want to stick to that thing and I want to do it well for your glory, God. Um, and so if we can just picture the prodigal son and that journey and, and say, you know what, I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to leave too early. I'm going to find out from God what it is that I'm supposed to be doing right now in, 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 this, in this world, in this place, exactly. not to get confused because the world has many things that will confuse us and pull yeah. us in the wrong direction, but we've got to stay, stay with it. Yes. Yeah. That's that's good. And, you know, Julian is very accomplished. I mean, he's 
he's traveled the world, honestly. He's traveled the world in, in music ministry. And um, I remember when, um, I, I think, Julian, I wasn't at the church the first time you came um, and sang, but um, when, when, you, when you finally moved here, some people brought me your, um, some of your music and they showed me your videos and I probably let you reach out to me maybe three, four or five times um, before. And, and, and he knows now why. Um, Julian knows that when, when somebody joins your team and when they join your music ministry, they bring a spirit with them. And so you have to question what kind of spirit is this person bringing with them? So I usually move really slowly <laughs> when somebody comes yeah. to say to say that they they want to join. But what I can say is that uh, through the process of getting to know you, that Julian, that your heart really is to be humble, and your heart is to serve the giftings that God has given you, and they are blossoming in so many different ways, and and they're awesome, and you're wonderfully talented. Um, but the gifts that God has given you, I I can tell that it's important that you use them for the service, for the good of the kingdom of God. So I want you to talk a little bit, Julian, about, um, about being humble and about being broken before the Lord. Um, I'm, I'm going to start off from the the point that was just raised up, raised just now about the prodigal son. Um you know, the fact that when he got to that point where he now had nothing, right? And he looked at what the pigs were eating and to himself, he thought that he could actually have that. You see, when you go, when you go off God's plan so much, provision is still going to be there. And you're going to think that that's what you're qualified for but it's actually food for the pigs. You know, you deserve better. If, mm -hmm. if, if you were to be in your purpose, if you were to be in the place you were supposed to be, you could have been getting a lot better, you know, and for, and thank you so much for, for the kind words and the um, very kind compliments. Uh, working with you has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I, I would say for me, one of the most important things that I've realized is to just, remain with a heart that is willing to learn. You know, I, f I feel like the, the, the biggest mistake that a, a lot of young people uh, that, that, that we make is feeling like we have it figured out too soon. Ooh. You know? I mean, yes. And I, I just feel like in just staying at that place where I am conscious of the fact that I am here right now and I'm doing what I'm doing right now, but there is a lot more to what I'm doing right now. And I could be doing much better than I am doing right now. So how do I get to that place? So, so I feel like that always grounds me and that, that always keeps me in, in my place. And uh, sometimes it's confusing because uh, we, we were just talking, uh, just now talking about surrender, but some, sometimes we don't know what, surrender looks like you know mm -hmm. we know we're supposed to do it but we we don't know what it what it looks like um but i i guess um, 
to me, it, it means, okay, because the struggle starts from after thinking, okay, what does surrender look like? Because, okay, after I trust God, then what's my part? Mm-hmm. What am I supposed to do, right? And in the most basic terms, I would say for me, surrender looks like just me not worrying, you know, not being worried about it, just committing it to God and doing my part and trusting that he will do his, you know, and somewhere along that process, I will know what I'm supposed to do and just, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 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 so for you, surrendering looks like just working, working in what God has called you to do right now, knowing that, um, and, and I, I taught this to some young people and they just looked at me really funny. I talked this to some young, uh, some young ladies over COVID about, uh, I said, you know, the part that we're supposed to do is small, think small. And they were like, wait, what? Think small. And I was like, yes, just think small, think, you know, this is what God has called me to do right now. And then trust him that his plan is bigger and he's going to take your small part and he's going to do something huge, but we always want to knock it out of the park, you know, from square one, we want to be a YouTube hit, you know, from square one. Well, you know, you, it, it might, it might take your fifth, you know, YouTube thing for, for people, to, you know, to actually say, okay, that person's talented, but, but we'll miss it if, if we, if we're not willing to say, I'm going to do this one thing that God has called me to do, and I'm going to do it with excellence, and I'm going to throw myself into it, and I'm going to do it not to be a YouTube hit, but I'm going to do it because it serves a people, it uplifts people, and, and it brings people to the Father, you know, and, and, and that's what we want. That's what we want. I like that. Spencer, do you have something to say? I can tell you you have something. <laughs> Well, I, I will say I am super encouraged uh, to to hear um, Julian's experience and his testimony, um, and really just how he, um, you know, has has persevered um, in his surrendering and being broken before God. Um, and and one thing that really stood out to me is is um, you know the fact that Julian is very talented. Um, you know, playing and singing and all of those things. And I think sometimes, uh, you know, for us and for teens and young people, that that can kind of be a stumbling block um, in, in terms of being talented. And so, you know, there's the pull to 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 um, be puffed up in that gifting and, and have um, this notion of wanting to use it for our own purposes and not necessarily for God's glory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, again, just being having that brokenness and that humility uh, to realize that that it's God who's the giver of the talent. And even though, you know, we're required to work it and perfect it and we put in hard work to, to do that and progress. But still, even in the hard work, realizing that it is God. And so that that gifting really belongs to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm encouraged by that. And then the other thing that I thought about was um, even dealing in those times, even in those, in our giftedness, even in our successes, but in those times when we're facing opposition 
or, you know, we're gifted, but maybe we're not getting the recognition we're supposed to get, or we're not at the level, like you were saying, we're not the YouTube, uh, you know, star of the moment or the day, um, and not losing trust in God and his purpose, but, but really, um, having the grit, um, to stick with it and to continue on and to persevere, um, and look for, we may call them small wins, but look for God to show up just in what I'm doing, whether or not I get recognition, whether or not I get the big paycheck, but being good and satisfied with knowing that God is pleased, that people are being blessed and trust God, like you were saying, that in my time, in his perfect season, that he will take me, you know, to the fullness of my purpose, whatever that may be. But at the end of the day, I can know that it's going to be all good because it's all God. Amen. Amen. And and both Julian and 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 I, you know, through throughout this process of us um serving at Highland Park, you know, the Lord, we we took a spiritual gifting class uh to together. Um, Mary Bishop took both of us through the class. And honestly, we we both started out, you know, working for the church in, in the music ministry department. But as we start looking at all of these other things and the Lord starts putting the puzzle piece together, you know, I I I said we, we were about to come to Julian's final, you know, mission statement for his life. And I told Mary, I said, um, I don't I don't know that we should you know, that, that we should just leave him in the worship ministry department. You know, I think, you know, and so we, we started talking about different things and turns out that he really loves to work with young people and he really loves to share biblical principles with them. And yes, he has the creative communications gift, which is going to be eye catching and ear catching, you know, to young people, but we kind of, we kind of did a little pivot there, you know, and, and, and that's how it is. That's, that's, that's how it is when you're willing to, to walk with the Lord and you're willing to, to flow um, with the Lord. So Julian, I, I particularly think the type of music that you do really will catch the heart of young people and really will um, and I think it's it's fresh too, and I think it'll 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 draw people um, unto the Lord. So tell Thank us you. a little bit about your music and your message, and kind of the the feeling that that it evokes from people. Uh, thank you so much. So uh, my music, um, I just recently started really to do like personal projects, and um, my goal is to really capture a young heart and a young spirit. I want them to be able to look at me and feel that God has a place for them as well, that they can also worship and walk with God. That if if somebody else is as young as they are and as enthusiastic about life as they are, but they're out here worshiping, they should be something about this God for me too. You know, and that's what I try to embody in a lot of my works. And uh, sometimes I even preach about Jesus without saying Jesus. You know, sometimes when you, when you say the name Jesus, uh, people tend to, you know, uh, raise this wall. They're like, oh, these church people have started. But there's another approach where 
you can tell somebody that they need him and then they're like, yeah, I really need this person. Who are you talking about? Then I'm like, oh, it's Jesus. And you're like, oh, wow. You know, so, so that's kind of my approach to, to the music. Yeah, I like it. I, I like that. You know, I, I, one minister, he wrote a book, um, Biblical Principles is about leadership, but he never said the word Jesus. And he never said any of the, you know, he, he puts scriptures all in it all in it, but really never said it was, you know, it was scripture. So um, these huge companies are inviting him to come and speak. And actually he's just, I mean, he is literally preaching the gospel and it's turning people's lives around. So, and you know, that's, that's wonderful. Julian, tell us um, where we can find your music. I know you just released some new things. So my music is um, available on all, all online platforms, uh, Spotify, um, iTunes, Apple Music, Amazon, all of it. And uh, my most recent project is called You Make Me Strong. It's a four-song EP. Um, And it's actually my first EP that I've put out. Um, It's less than a week old. Um, And I'm also on YouTube. Um, If you search me by song title you can search uh, you make me strong by julian king or if you say julian king official all of my my videos come out and my channel comes out as well wonderful wonderful well we will check those out and and everyone get out and, and and download julian's music thank you so much julian thank you so much spencer jones and otorla jones for joining us everyone uh, we are out of time so we will just say this just to remember that the lord has a purpose for your life work with him surrender to him and he will reveal it to you everyone have a great week Mm-hmm.